are such an asshole. So I got one of these longer requests about am I doing things in the right way and blah, blah, blah. And the male client obviously uh, goes through your standard career, education, physique, health, and all. And as always, gets hung up on the girls because out of everything I just listed, the only thing that involves two people and therefore is not completely under your control is your courtship, is your romantic life, your sex life, whatever. You know, you control more or less your work. You control whether you're majoring the right thing. You control what you put in your mouth. You control whether you exercise. All those things are, and then y'all keep getting hung up on these girls. And I understand. I, I completely understand. You wipe out and conquer every other aspect of your life. And this is the only thing that remains. And then on top of it, it's the number one thing you're biologically programmed to to pursue. And and maybe this guy is new to the show. Maybe he's he's relatively recently introduced to this. But if there's one thing I could convey in, in my body of work is like, look, guys, you don't have the time. I don't care how programmed you are. I don't care how commonly you see it in the animal kingdom. Bucks, uh, deer the male deer they'll kill each other battling it out for women some species the women eat the the male corpse or the male body you know the black widow the praying mantis or whatever and i maybe i'm too much an economic philosopher maybe it's too black and white for me maybe i've been through too many too much experience but um not that's too strong what i was going to say that's nice that there are girls. That's nice there's an opposite sex. And I'm acutely aware that, yes, all the biological programming is like, you go over there and stick that thing in that thing over there. I get it. But there's also you. There's your life. You have your life. And that's what I would say the past three years of my work maybe has been on. Beyond financial planning and investing and freedom and minimalism and all this other philosophical stuff that um, <clears throat> through Schopenhauer and the Stoics and otherwise have been addressed directly or inadvertently before. But now you have you boys have got to wake up and realize that your generation, your epic, your time, this generation, your time, I am in this universe. Not on this planet, yes, on this planet, but in this universe, your blip of an existence is different. We have advanced through technology to the point that women could support themselves. They do not need you. And if we look at the preponderance of evidence, women don't like you that much. And that puts every young man and old man, any man alive today in a quandary or a paradox where it's like, but. I've derived, men have derived all joy, purpose in me, or maybe not all, but damn near all of it from the pursuit of women, the, the uh, capture of women and the consequential children and family. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You, you are 100% right. Except not now. <laughs> Except not this time, buddy. So you gotta, you got, it's not a choice. It's not a choice. It is not a choice. You have to now live for yourself, which is somewhat ironically very selfish. But I want, I know, buddy, I know you want. I know you all want dog girls. Uh, 
But if you haven't, if you haven't picked up on it, at least in my day, it was subtle tones. If you hadn't picked on the picked up on the subtle hints the women were giving you back then, the internet makes it crystal clear in 4K definition with Bose surround sound that they're not that interested in you. And when I was helping Myron write his latest book, which by the way, go get it, because the first part of it is just brilliant. Chef's kiss. Bravo to Myron with my little help. Little little cappy polish on it there. The the data that he goes over to show, not to suggest, not to indicate, not to speculate, to prove women don't like you guys that much. They never did. Going all the way back where they do the DNA, um, they calculate what percent of men's DNA. Women never like men that much. And as always, it's a, but women are, and then the, the standard low IQ, your bitch ass, normie conforming IQ of like maybe 93. You know, your standard liberal arts major is, oh, that's wrong. We love men. Women love men. That's all they talk about. <clears throat> they only are talking about what current data indicates to be in today's environment, the top 5%. Going back in historical times, it was about the top third to a 20, depending if there was war, famine, an ice age, and all that other stuff. And so please go get Myron's book, Why Women Deserve Less. I know that's a controversial title. It actually isn't when you read the book. I've also linked below, which a lot of the same data is there called the book of numbers, analyzing the ROI and the pursuit of women. You, especially young boys, have got to get it in your heads. It is a fact. One, women do not need you. They are not lying, and they mean that. They're not trying to be controversial. They're not trying to be edgy. They don't need you. Two, Most of them don't want you. And I can be somewhat sympathetic for the women on this one because most of the younger men, especially, have let themselves go to shit. I wouldn't want the average millennial or Zoomer male either if I was a girl or happened to be a gay guy. Right? I really wouldn't. But even in normal times where you guys could do a pull-up or two or maybe fix a car, women still didn't want the majority of you. They only want an exceptional minority of you. And now that they have a choice, you all say it's the welfare state, which it's that much. Yes, the welfare state makes women don't need a man. I mean, ultimately, it's the insurance policy, but it's technology, which has enabled white collar work where many people, men included, don't have to toil in the fields. Women don't need men. They can make their own money being, I don't know. Real jobs, nurses, doctors, accountants, uh, but usually more modernly, you know, teachers, guidance counselors, uh, puppeteers, other work avoidant type of fields. I don't know, touchy feely goo, whatever. All right. They, and because they're giving, guys, it's not like, it's not like, They're not given a choice. It's not like women couldn't go and be traditional. They couldn't choose to be traditional women. They could choose. They could choose to go to college, career, or they could choose just to work out, stay in shape, find a husband, and settle down. 
that that choice is still on. No one's stopping them from that. And when you just step back, remove your emotion, remove your hormones, remove your sex drive, and just look at what they are doing, it is very clear they are not that interested in you. <clears throat> I don't say it to be edgy. I don't say it to get clicks. I don't say it. I say it because it's true. So one thing I find fascinating about all this economics works I've done in the past, just stating the facts is, is controversial enough. There's a housing crisis. Dot dot coms are overvalued. Woke isn't profitable. <laughs> don't worry. Merely, I don't like. No guy likes fat chicks. Just stating simple truths will be controversial and clickbaity enough. And I am convinced because the data proves it. Doesn't suggest. Doesn't show. Doesn't indicate. It proves girls don't like you that much. And the only, I guess, the one thing I wish, the one thing I wish I could convince you guys of is to respond, to act correspondingly, to accept this, incorporate it, understand it, and make life choices in reaction to it so that the one thing you do have in life, which is your life, is that you don't squander it or piss it away chasing and investing after people who are not good, who are not going to reciprocate or at least being incredibly adept, daft, is that the word I'm looking for? At figuring out which girls are interested in you and are going to reciprocate. Not just so you don't piss away your time and that you do find girls that are going to so that your time is invested wisely and both of you happy, but you don't harass and bother these poor girls who have really no interest in you. I'm not Doomer. I'm not Black Pill. I'm an empiricist, which Captain Jack Sparrow insanity and brilliance. That's amazing how often those two coincide and empiricism versus Black Pill. It's amazing how to how often those two coincide. I don't look to be pessimistic. I'm one of the best economists this generation, the past three generations. Shit. <laughs> Paul Krugman is the best boomers got. It's been, I'm the best in three generations. I'm a damn fine economist. And it's not because I have edgy economic skills like, hey, the emperor got no clothes. So I'm going to go through this guy's request. <clears throat> he's doing everything right. And the benefit for him and for you, all you other younger boys out there, I want you to look at how this guy did everything right and how he's still getting hung up and he's going to have his life ruined on something that he's statistically likely not going to get. Or certainly his chances of getting what he wants is statistically lower because he fails to accept this reality and incorporate it into his strategy. All right? So let's, let's try to make some lemonade out of lemons here. <clears throat> Long-ass request, but he paid for it. Hi, Cappy. I recently found your channel after stumbling through the YouTube algorithm. I love your message. I think that being an asshole is an underrated skill. Looking for you to give me the ass kick I need to improve my life. I'm a mid-30s STEM guy living in a small town in Canada. Just keeping them anonymous. After some bouncing around and figuring out my career in my 20s, I moved back to my hometown and working for a friend's company making 120000 Canadian as a thing. Uh, which is what, like, hundred thousand U.S. You make, and that's for Canada, like, because you guys are practically a third world country. That's like amazing. You're like a king. You're the king of the county or the province or whatever they call them up there. <clears throat> per year, we're in talks to raise that up to 140 after two years of service. 
I take online classes during the cold Canadian winter to give myself even more marketable skills. I have a house which has doubled in market value. No, you've just had inflation since I bought it several years ago. A used and nice, but not too expensive sports car. That's a fun car, by the way. I knew a guy who had one of those. They're fun. And about 40000 in savings and investments. I have some debt from renovations to the house, but I do most of the labor. Ah, you are Canadian. Labor. Labor. Myself, as I am quite handy. Uh, I don't have any student debt. I rarely drink to excess or alone or even one uh, one after work. Well, maybe you should try. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I don't play the lottery. I make commitments every paycheck. Qui, pay, pay, check, <laughs> Oh, it's like reading The Economist back in the day to put some in RRSPs, that's their 401ks, some in savings, and some towards paying down home renovation debt. I do have some set aside for travel and fun. See, hobby. See, already, I'm going to tell you right now, not to be cynical, you've just dry any woman listening right now, you have dried out her pussy. You have, and, and by associated. Like they, they they communicate through the hive. What you have listed there has dried every woman's uh, pussy out dry in the world. You're hardworking, you're reliable, you're responsible, you're little nerdy, and you're good with money. Snorzel. Four years ago, I joined a church and have met many great people there doing good things. Good. Take it for what that is. I'm glad you got a relationship with Christ, I presume. I'm glad you found a community. Just be happy with it. That's that's better than what you had before. You're making progress. I've connected with a lot of young Christian men and spend time with them regularly. I was recently baptized and have a genuine commitment to following Christ. Good for you. I'm glad you found a religion. I do attend church regularly and a Bible study, which is edifying to someone such as myself. I have some productive hobbies, including uh, astronomy and astrophotography, 3D printing, doing my own renovations, yards improvements, or working on a project car. Recently, I got into motorcycling. Okay, everything but the motorcycling just made even women more dry. But I'm glad you got into motorcycling. And you're in an area of Canada where it's not too far for you. Dude, the Canadian Rockies are just gorgeous. Unreal. Generally, I'm well-kempt, hygienic. Dress reasonably well in the public and I'm not rude to other people. I don't wear rags, but I also don't wear expensive clothes either. I probably go shopping once per year to replace clothes that I've worn out to update my dresser and with a more stylish attire. In spite of all this, I struggle to see value in myself. I don't really think highly of myself despite my achievements. Okay, why? Somewhere along the lines, you not 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 by your doing. But in the environment you were brought up in and the life you have lived so far, you were you had a value system installed in you like an operating system on a computer. You had a value system installed on you. If you do not value yourself after playing your cards, all right, being a highly productive, worthwhile. uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Your hobbies, interesting and spiritual person. If you don't value yourself after all that, your value system is wrong. Some You need to go back in time, either through your parents, they didn't reward you correctly, or they told you to value things that weren't right, or society told you to pursue. Like here in the United States, it's com- consumerism and more modernly leftist politics. Those are the value systems that people have installed unconsciously in them, and those are wrong. 
You do not have Hallie because you have the brand new double watch, double hammy, dooly hangly, diggly doogly, Dodge Ram pickup truck. That does not give you value. You also do not have value because you espouse the correct popular beliefs at that moment in time, whether it was feathered bangs in the 80s or whether it's woke politics of today. You, the, the facts are you are not a parasite. You are highly productive. You are interesting, and you are not squandering your life. And a spiritual one, which, which should have its own rewards and merits according to the scripture that you subscribe to, in this case, Christianity, if you really believe in Christ, <clears throat> one, you consult the Bible and find or talk to your pastor, hopefully who isn't a woke leftist piece of trash, and say, am I living in, in accordance with the, the rules of Christ? I don't know how much more guidance you need to realize you're a valuable person. But I can't just flip a switch and say, hey, buddy, you have value. Like, I do? Okay. La, 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 la. Somewhere in the past over time, you have been given the wrong tools by which to gauge and value and assess your worth in life. Because right now, I will tell you, you are completely worthy. You are more valuable and a better person than 99%. I'm not joking. 99% of the people out there in the world, especially the West. So why you don't seem to value yourself, I don't know. But talk to a therapist. Talk to your reverend. Um, hopefully, I've given you something to mull and chew over that maybe you ought to reevaluate and come up with a new value system. Or maybe it's just that everyone is taught to be humble, especially men in the West. Well, you should be humble. You should shut the F up. You're not valuable. <clears throat> and maybe you incorporate it. Maybe you actually believe that. But right now, I, I'm i looking at you. I'm like, what more do you want to achieve? How much better could you possibly be? I mean, do you need to save some people's lives in a fiery inferno to make yourself feel worthwhile? So um, I don't really think highly of yourself. Well, you better start. And I'd start with talking to a therapist. I, I would talk to... um histherapist.com or Paul at Apex Mindset. I would not talk to your rank. Oh God, not a Canadian therapist. Oh my God. Talk about worthless. The American therapists are pretty worthless. You want the Canadian? Oh my God. Do you really, really worship and bow down and suck the dick of the Trudeau family? <clears throat> so, bleh. Admittedly, I don't have the best physique. I'm 5'11 and weighed in a couple of 212 pounds, which I'm down 20 from 231 at the beginning of the year. Um, okay, but you're going the right direction. Lose the weight. Maybe that's what's bothering you. I owe this to regular exercise, skipping breakfast, eliminating most sugar from my diet, and severely restricting the amount of drinking I do. I run and lift mostly with some swimming, biking, and hiking thrown in for good measure. I could deadlift a squat over my body weight, but benching is a weak point. My waist-to-ratio... It's 0.5. I don't know what that means. BMI is 30. I understand I need to lose weight and I'm working to lose another 25 pounds. All right, maybe you'll feel better after that. Oh, maybe that's the last, like, maybe you don't value yourself because you're not finished as a total project. Like, if you're working on a project car, you're kind of like your own project car. Like, it's not done till it's done. Until you put that final coat of, of paint on the car, is it done? The car could be running perfectly, the innards and everything. The body could be great. It's just you got to put a coat of paint on it. I mean, that's maybe that's why you're not feeling like you've accomplished much because you've accomplished 98% of what you want in life. Now it's just that 2% of losing weight. I'm just speculating. 
Uh, still, she have to admit I do struggle to gain the respect of the guys around me to get a positive attention and to get positive attention for women. There's your problem. There's your problem. All right, we got it. we figured it out. We found out what's wrong with the car. You sad, pathetic man. All that work, and you care what other people think about you. I, if you can't see what a bunch of low value, worthless, pathetic human beings most Westerners are, but especially in Canada, if you can't see that, then you will never feel accomplished or that you have value. Because I will admit, value is conferred externally. You have to, you can't just value yourself. You can't just say, I'm amazing and great. No, you must go and do great things. You cannot be like like uh, American gals or Western gals, I'm sure, where they talk about self-love. I'm a brave, I'm brave and amazing. No, you're a fat piece of shit that lives off of the government dole of your parents' money. You're a parasite. You're actually a negative value human being. All right? So you need to be intelligent enough to know what is value. One of the most obvious things is you are in STEM and you are highly compensated by other people. Other people voluntarily give you lots of Canadian dollars. They give you lots of loons and you get you get your money. Like, so there's value there. You have lots of projects. You're very interesting. So when you talk to your friends, <clears throat> you have camaraderie. They appreciate you. They enjoy your company. There's value there. Other people are friends are spending time investing with you. But when you go to a larger society and you derive your value as to whether or not you are accepted by a larger society, you have failed to assess what quality and caliber the rest of society is, what quality and caliber the people are who constitute society. And you are confusing value with popularity. Oh, my God. I'm not popular among the NBA pursuing dude bro douchebags at, at happy hour. I'm not invited to the cool parties, bro. Now, maybe you're still too young to start seeing where that path leads and where these douchebags who end up trying to be popular instead of successful end up. All right. But give it another 10 years. You're going to see it. But you should be able to see it now at your age. Go back and look at all the popular girls back from high school. Look them up on Facebook. Look up the dude bros now, like the popular people. Look at the people who are still trying to be popular, buying things. I guarantee you they are financially crippled. They are miserable. They're overweight or they're divorced. Or even if they there's an outside chance they're in shape, they're still playing the popularity game. And here you are, insecure as all F. I'm not popular. You should have by now, especially figured out these people are inferior people that you should not want their approval of. That's I think that's where you failed in your value, in your value system. Your value system is informed and based off of popularity, not whether you're actually valuable <clears throat> i respect to the gay respect from guys around me get positive attention from women all right 
you're not going to get positive attention from women. One, you said you're overweight, all right? Even if you were in shape, you're not going to get positive attention from women. It just doesn't happen now. We're going to get to that later. But who cares if you get the respect of guys around you? It's not middle school anymore, dude. It is not. And screw the guys around you. With the guys, I find there's always a dominance contest going on and it never ends. Right, it's a popularity contest. Although men are dominant. And you need, you need one guy to lead. I don't mind the, you know, I've been in, whether it's a social situation or work or whatever. Dude, I don't care. You want to lead, you go lead. Just lead. Tell me what you want. <clears throat> don't bitch and whine when I give it to you. Like, you like the color of these joints. So do you have to lead? Do you want to be the dominant guy? Do you want to manage? Do you want to deal with power play and all that other BS? But yes, that's that's the fact of males, but it's also a fact of reality. Nothing gets done. Have you ever seen a group of women try to decide something? Oh, my God. There's groups of women who are in the nursing home who started trying to decide something in kindergarten, and they still haven't decided whether they're going to wear the same dress to school or not, even though school ended for them 85 years ago. There has to be a leader. What do you care? Which I find annoying and frustrating to deal with it. We'll deal with it too bad. Like, you don't have to compete in it. So what? Are you leading? Cool, lead. Tell me what to do. Ain't no one else going to lead. I'm going to lead, but I'm going my way. And if you guys can keep up, that's great. Otherwise, F off. I feel I must always have to play the game when I just want to work and either get along or talk politics and philosophy with people who are open to such discussions. No, you don't have to talk philosophy or politics. You don't. Are you, is this at your work? Is this at parties? You don't have to lead. You don't have to perform. Middle school's over, man. You just go in, hey, yeah, I'm here to have a drink. What do you think? I don't talk politics or philosophy. But mostly I'm concerned with getting and maintaining the respect of the guys around me and not having that question. Okay, I'm I'm sorry you're an insecure little piece of shit in that regard. Why? Why? See, and here's what's scary. Do you want control? Do you want to be the undisputed leader? Like, I've never understood that about, they don't respect me. So what? Look at them. Do you want their respect? You need to get rid of that. Is that avarice? Hang on. It's amazing how many avarice. Avarice. Extreme greed for all. No, that's not it. I think it's pride. Vainglory. Yep. No. No. You don't need to get their respect. And you better sit down and figure out why you insist on it to the point that it's ruining your life, demanding the respect from guys that ultimately, I guarantee, if you look at you don't they're really not all that great. They're very average. <clears throat> uh not having that for the record more recently my friends tell me that i'm slightly socially awkward have trouble reading the room yeah because you think it's a competition starting to spurg out here a little bit like dude sit down have a drink relax and enjoy the show and if you don't like it you don't like these people 
then leave. Don't be at that party. You got all these accomplishments, but you're insecure about you're not the alpha male of this particular social or corporate situation. There, I don't know what that is. I don't know what's causing it. I know it's stupid. I know that's a flaw. But you get to figure out why you you care about what a bunch of nobodies think about you. <clears throat> Back in high school, in my earlier days, my friends thought I had Asperger's. There's a shock. I have to admit, I was sheltered a lot as a child by a domineering, controlling mother and father was afraid to step out of line because of divorce court and alimony. <laughs> well, that's not your fault, buddy. I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. <laughs> oh, so you were by a domineering, and controlling mother and a father who was afraid to step out of line because of divorce court and alimony. Yeah, well, there you go. I'm sure that did have an effect on you. I don't think he had Asperger's. I just think he had shitty parents. What what Asperger's, uh, ADHD, Ritalin, um, social anxiety disorder. What's the other one? Um, autism. Uh, that is just an excuse bad parents use for bad parenting. That's not really a, a disorder. There are people with that legitimately have it, but those are people who legitimately have it. And 93% of the other cases, that's just, uh, that's a euphemism for bad parent. I have I have autism. Just ninety three percent of the instances just say I had bad parents or I had a bad childhood. You don't have to say you have Asperger's or autism. You just say I had bad parents. That's that's what you can say. I date sometimes. All right, so <clears throat> now you're going to go on to the girls. So let's just fix this problem here. Knock it off with the popularity contest. Stop being an insecure little pussy. Figure out why it is so important to you to be dominant alpha male and I must demand the respect. You get respect from men by excelling. So get jacked. You make a lot of money. You think you got to have some respect. You're probably unaware of what the salary you command. The life you lead. And you know what? Let's say you do everything right and you live this outstanding life, which you pretty much are. Sit down, get ready. Some people still aren't even going to acknowledge that you succeeded or or respect you. Some people aren't even going to be aware of what you've accomplished. Oh, I got like family and friends like they don't know what I do. They have no idea what I've accomplished. I don't bother telling them. I'm not going to like, hey, 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 did you know? Hey, 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 did you know? Because that means like that person is ruling my life. I really need that person to know. Hey, I wrote all these. I wrote a book in three months. It was 500 pages. What do you think about that? I don't care what they think about that. I go write my book and I go live my life. Don't you have more fun with your with your with your uh, Christian colleagues at Bible study and your hobbies that go into these dick off contests like this dick comparing contest? Stop going to dick comparing contests. All right, now let's go to how you're letting other people ruin your life that you don't control. I date sometimes probably a different girl every one to two months. Good. But I find tolerating women's emotionalism difficult. It's not your problem. Are they emotional? Are they irrational? That's difficult. Don't deal with it. I I find it difficult tolerating, you know, horsefly. You ever get bit by a horsefly? Oh, it hurts. Like I have, I find them difficult and annoying. You should. <laughs> yes, you should. 
They want me to validate. Hang on. Let me make sure I'm still recording. Okay, there we go. They want me to validate the feelings, but I have such a stark commitment to tell the truth. Jordan Peterson style that it gets me in trouble. Oh, buddy. Okay, I'm proud of you there. That's good. <laughs> you treat them like adults and they don't like it. Because they, one, don't want to hear it, and two, want me just to validate their feelings. You you have just discovered Western women, sir. Wow, congratulations. The classical Bruce Willis, welcome to the party, pal. Uh, it's like they want me to pour sweet nothings into their ears, even if it's bad for them. No. Women want to be lied to and only listen to what they want to hear? You think? The Lebler and was it the LDB party? Whatever the the parties you got up there. The two the two leftist parties. Did they tell women nothing's their fault? And it's always men to blame, and women deserve more. And the great and amazing. A. They just add the A, right? They say the exact same thing we American tell the women over here. Like, oh my God! Why you have a vagina? Holy shit! <laughs> but you guys just add an A to the end of it. Marketers figured out long ago that women just want to be lied to. They figured it out on Madison Avenue. <clears throat> what is it? The, the great the great quote from Mad Men. What do women want? And he says, who cares? It... <sighs> yeah, that's most women today. I'm sorry, ladies. That is most of you. And if you ladies would like to have more success in life, knock it off with the feelings. Be empirical. Major in engineering, major in accounting, make a lot of money, stay thin, get a guy, be nice to the guy. There we go. <gasps> Jordan Peterson, truths. you're a Nazi because you said that. No, I just told you the truth. Just told you the truth. <clears throat> uh, it's like they want me to pour sweet nothings into the ear, even if it's bad for them. I genuinely care about the futures and decisions they make and so offer constructive feedback on the propositions. Why do you care about these women? Do they love you? Are these family members? Are these sisters? Are these your mothers? Why do you care about? Is this a Christian care? Or is it like, I care so much about the womans. Why do you care about these people? What have they done to earn your care? Dude, I don't, guys, gals, I don't care. Someone's on the side of the road. I'm like, well, you screwed up somehow. Not my problem. And I understand as a generally moral person, you know, I, for example, a generally, a, a genuinely moral person would tell uh, disadvantaged groups, for example, here in the United States, if it's the black community, if you actually cared about black people, you say, stop having kids you can't afford. Don't major in dumb crip, uh, crap. Spend less than you make. My four rules. D don't, don't have kids you can't afford. Don't major in dumb crap. Spend less than you make. And don't commit crime, which is which is a a derivative in addition to from I think it was Thomas Sawell that said graduate from high school, don't commit crime, wait till you're married to have kids. I just added a little more. All right. Do I say that because I hate the black community? No, it's actually quite the opposite. If I hated the black community, I would tell them what the Democrats are telling them because it keeps them in perpetual poverty and at my benefit, either through political donations or getting reelected. And I wouldn't give a damn what happened. Like, I don't know how to, not to go too much on a side tangent. I don't know how the Democrat Party can look at places like Chicago or any uh, barrio or ghetto where poor people live. And like, yep, we sure did help. We really care about these people. I don't know how, but they they don't. Obviously not. 
Um, <clears throat> so I understand that you're trying to tell women again. I tell women not to major in dumb crap because women major in dumb crap like 50% more than men do. Do I tell women to do that because I hate women? No. But if you tell women something they don't want to hear, no matter how well intended it is, they're going to hate you. And so you got to learn, you got to learn that now, like for whatever aims you might have with the girl, you're going to go out with a girl, right? You don't know her. Don't bring up politics. Don't bring up Jordan Peterson. Don't bring, don't be her father. Have fun, date, da-da-da. Find out whether she's empirical. Find out whether she has agency. Find out whether she's responsible. Those, I mean, as an older guy, I'm like, damn, that's sexy. <laughs> she, she pays her estimated taxes early. <laughs> she has her own place. <laughs> wow, tell me more. All right? But don't even, because most of them aren't going to end up with you being committed to these girls anyway. Not until you end up liking the girl and you find something worthwhile committing to her about or like, yo, really, I kind of like this gal. Do you worry about her future? And at any point in time, if they're going to prove not to be empirical, you got to leave them because that's a sinking ship. You can't tether yourself to a sinking ship. I have a degree in journalism. She could be the greatest gal ever. Have a degree in journalism with student loan debt. You're like, well, yeah, but you're going to have to work. You date a little bit. You have some fun. Everything's going great. Maybe she's Christian. She really is a good person. You're like, yeah, but look, you, you have a worthless degree. You know, the point in time, I wouldn't say it that way. Say, like, yeah, but you're going to have to like go back to school for accounting or something and pay off the student loan debt. What do you mean? You got to walk away because that's a sinking ship. And the gal that you're looking for that says, yeah, you're right. I got to get on that. And that's why I'm working this second job. They're so rare, dude. They're so rare. <clears throat> so I would. I'd be giving up your concern about every every Tom, Dick, and Harry or Jane, Jessica, and Phyllis you run into who who is making bad decisions in their life. That's damn near ninety five percent of women right now. And you're starting to you're starting to go in Captain Savaho territory, trying to send them on the right path. Wait until it's a girl you want to save or help, and be fully prepared. To have your well-intended, loving, caring advice to be thrown back at your face with a whole bunch of bad names you're going to be called Istanism because you're actually trying to help out women. And then remember, be willing and ready to walk away. And you will be doing that the vast majority of times. Uh, being a Christian man comes with some dedication to be my proverbial sister's keeper. No, you're a pussy. Now you're Captain Save. Oh, don't, no, 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 don't lie. Are you lying? You're lying to me. I am Captain Sa repeat after me. I am Captain Save a ho. I am Captain Save a ho. I am a nice guy. I am a nice guy. I'm not physically attractive enough to get the girls. I'm not physically attractive enough to get the uh, girls. I'm a little pussy who don't want to work. I'm a little pussy who don't want to work. Nice guy. Nice guy. Look at the nice guy. Knock it off. Don't you dare use the Lord's name in vain or blasphemy or misappropriate words from the Bible. Knock it off. Right? You're Captain Save-A-Ho. That's your strategy. Knock it off. You want to get the girls? You be the badass. 
which is not mutually exclusive to being a Christian. You could be motorcycle riding, badass Christian dude. <clears throat> you could be patriarchal. I just got to save those girls. If you thought the girls' pussies across the globe were dried up now, now that you're Mr. Nice Guy and Captain Save-A-Hole, holy cow. And you know what? You're going to be an easy mark. With all that money you make, some girl is going to be able to say, look at this easy mark. I'm going to be able to take advantage of them. And if you find a girl who, like, no, like one of the fake born-again girls, like, well, Christ would say that you should give me money. Like, okay, touch P now. <sighs> Which does get me into trouble. Well, stop that. Last girl I dated lied about her name and profile. She was much fatter and uglier than her profile picture suggested. Only found out after agreeing to a date with her. <clears throat> we had to travel some way, so I agreed to give it a shot for the day. You always do online uh, uh, FaceTime. Always. Uh, so I agreed to give it a shot for the day, but just couldn't countenance continuing to date someone who lied about themselves. Yeah, no, they lied about them. Yeah, bye. I could deal with a girl who is in an eight, nine, or ten in the face, but a fat woman is out of the picture. Hell, I'll take a five if she's sweet, kind, feminine, and we'll have my babies. Yeah, and that's not going to happen. The girl before that, who I did, it was a black woman from Africa, who couldn't stop talking about racial politics and feminism and the patriarchy. This was a woman who considered herself to be a traditional, good, Christian, conservative Christian woman. Right? Exactly, dude. That's your biggest. That's your biggest flank that's exposed. That's I think say your biggest ri risk is the fake Christian girls where they are leftists and Marxists and parasites first and they hate men and then whatever patriarchy and all that. And they come in through the guise of Christianity. But well, if you'd love Christ, you'd be okay with not having sex with me. Jesus wouldn't have sex with me. And so that's your biggest, be very careful there. I told her that her politics may be uncomfortable. I didn't share her views. We agreed to break off seeing each other after that. Right. Well, <clears throat> it gets even worse. The girl I was seeing towards the end of last year left me to get back with her ex-boyfriend who makes less than me and is fat, but is probably nicer to her than I was. Mm, that don't make sense. I don't know if he was nicer than you. For that, I dated some single moms. One was nice and fun, but not interested in anything long-term. There, there we go. The other was an annoying boss bitch who gave me an ultimatum for not texting her back when I was out with my friends. I promptly left that relationship. Good. You know when to leave. I was worried you'd be like, Jesus says to get married and make Christians and forgive women of everything. So I'm glad you're like having some self-respect and some standards here. The girl after that was even more awkward than me. I had the opportunity to have two of my friends, my sister vet her. They all agreed she was not a good fit. One of my previous two exes from two years ago was much more aligned on values, but was my same age with student debt and emotional damage gone. She left me because she felt I wasn't committed enough to becoming more involved in the church. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's the one. <clears throat> that's the one. When I got more involved in the community, she came back to me, but I told her no. Good. She called me abusive and blocked me on all socials. How were you abusive? Look, let me let me explain something to you here now. This is a, this is a good point in our story to make a little editor's note here not just for you but for all men who are tuning in guys you're not a lightning rod i could imagine after all this you're thinking like there's something wrong with me what am i doing wrong why am i attracting all these bad girls and i'm going to explain to you you are not a lightning rod this is the market this is 
the reality. This is your average girl in the West, generally speaking, because you're from Canada. Eh? You're not doing anything wrong. Now, okay, <clears throat> all guys are doing something wrong. There's always room for improvement. Maybe you're a little spurgy, right? Maybe you're a little socially awkward. But I'm just generally saying, though, you're going out there. You ask a girl's out. You're putting yourself out there. And you're by no means the worst guy. Nowhere near, okay? You're not overweight. Maybe you're overweight a little bit. You're not fat. All right, so you're you're doing just fine, okay? You're getting like a B-plus effort out there, better than average. And you're like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Guys, it, it, I've said it before, you're fishing in a sewer. You are. You are fishing in a sewer. You're like, wow, this is a crappy fish, and this is a crappy fish, and this fish has three eyes. I must be doing something wrong. It's like, no, you're in a sewer. I was never a big go overseas, passport bro type of guy, and I'm still not now. All right. I, but you you there is a, a compelling argument if you want a traditional gal to go overseas. But as you probably uh, witnessed with your experience with the girl, the immigrant from Africa, or the, I don't know if she was visiting or what. But it's starting to infect over overseas because the Internet now spreads this this idea, not to mention technology has made it that that uh, increasing percentage of women simply don't need men anymore. All right. But you are fishing in a cultural sewer. Where women do not need men anymore, and as I said before, they don't want men. And um, and and I'll be perfectly honest. I don't think they even know what they want. I know they want a top five percent guy, but they're never going to be happy with a solid seven or eight, which it sounds like you might be. And there's always crazy new stuff like, "Oh, you better have these politics," and now oh, Christ, and then emotional damage. And oh, I have a, a I have psychological disorder, and I value it. It's really part of me, so you must accept. It's not you. You didn't do anything wrong. This is the market. Just as these girls, their market is is not you. I mean, you're you're a catch, dude, compared to the market that women are also fishing in the sewer. They got the Democrat fish. They got the Democrat sewer they wanted, or in your case, the Libur party. They got all the pussy soy boys, millennial, millennial, Zoomer types. They got all the boys who vote the right way and never see the inside of a gym. They got all the parasites who live off of government welfare and stimmy checks and disability checks that all the girls wanted. They got all the sensitive 90s men and the guys who vote the way they want. Oh, they got all those guys. They're not happy. Shock. Shocking. And then when you come along, even you're not good enough. It's not you. <laughs> it's the sewer. I just want to point out to you other boys out there like, gee whiz, I got, I mean, it was kind of my day too. I remember the, the one of the greatest gals I ever dated. I was not that enamored with her because she was kind of dumb. I'm like, I could get better than this. I've seen the television. I've seen the movies. Like, this is common. I could do better than this. Like, nope, that was about one of the best I could do. It's like, shit <laughs> she had a job had no other guy's kids you're in this which gets back to what i'm saying now is not your time uh she recently had a breakup and tried for a second time to get back with me right because she's she needs a guy I didn't say yes or no, but just acted cool in her presence. Lately at public function, she acted cold towards me. And when asked about it, she blew up at me. Yeah, well, why do you want to date a dramatic middle school, mentally ill woman? Child. This is normal. 
this is the new normal. If you watch the olden days, the olden videos, like girls would show up and they were really sweet and nice. They dressed in dresses and there'd be Jimmy Stewart. Oh, gee, wow, that's really nice. You made me some cookies there. I remember my grandpa was single and we never understood why every woman in town, he lived in a small little town, they would be bringing him over and he'd call him baby. Oh yeah, that's Ella baby. Oh yeah, that's uh, Eartha baby. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, uh, what are old lady, Gertrude baby. You'd always call him baby. Kind of like Kojak, kind of like that. Who loves you, baby? So Eartha baby would bring over some food and then Stella baby would bring over some more food. He always had women bringing him food. And I thought that's just what old people in small towns did. Like, no, they wanted his dick. <clears throat> they wanted my grandpa's dick. And instead of being bitchy and confrontational and combative and just a royal, dramatic, psychotic pain in the ass, <gasps> sit down, everyone. Ladies, sit down. Put a butt plug up your anus. Sit down. You're going to shit your pants. I don't want you to ruin a pair of panties. They made him food and treated him nice. I'm like, and then I look, you know, I was his grandkid, but then you look at pictures of, of my grandpa. I'm like, dude was good looking. Dude was real good looking. I'm like, they wanted my grandpa's dick. That's what they wanted. <clears throat> and women in the olden days, instead of like, <laughs> instead of just being psychotic and insufferable, what's the one? It's not pain torture instead of being the human embodiment of torture they were pleasant and nice and made food i just just compare and contrast it this this is a fad guys this is a, a an aberrant genetic dead-end fad where women are just mean to men and mentally ill and unpleasant all right all of human history, if a girl wanted a guy, they'd be nice to him, make food, and dress in it pretty, and be feminine. So, I, I again, I don't know how many times I can repeat this. You are not the lightning rod. You are fishing in a sewer. Um, I kept my calm and politely asked why she's acting like this. She did the same thing and blocked me on socials again. I bumped her into a mutual friend at the bar, and all was right again. No idea what's going on there. She's mentally ill. Please avoid her. Look, I don't think you realize how close to the sun you're flying on this. But you're going to run into a gal that's going to like accuse you of something. I'm not merely really one of like, oh, yeah, every time you ask a girl out on a date, she's going to accuse you of harassment. I'm I'm not there yet. Uh, but these mentally ill girls you keep running into like time and time again, it, it's going to happen if, if you're not careful with these girls. And you. If people know how much you make and that you own your own house, yeah, you're a little higher risk. You're at a high risk for single mom. Oops. Hurts. You're at risk for a fake, fraudulent, born-again Christian woman to, like, use Christ to lord over you, like, to, to guilt you through Christianity. Really, a good Christian man would marry that woman. And then, I don't know, your general garden variety, mentally ill, anger, hate-filled Western women who, how dare you reject me? I'll show you by reporting you to the RMCP. RCMP. Royal Canadian Mounted... RCMP, sorry. 
Uh... Oh, okay. More detail around this woman. She wanted to get another degree at 34 so she could build her career. This is a woman who wants to have a family. Well, okay, she's delusional. After sharing my opinion with her that it was a terrible idea, how did you share it with her? <laughs> Let me guess how this one went. <laughs> and she should just focus on finding a man things blew up. <laughs> this poor, innocent, nice guy just like, well, you should do that. That, that. that won't result in <laughs> The man who told the truth and didn't make it to 40. Uh, she couldn't seem to handle the feedback I was giving her, demanded that I go out with her, explain why I wasn't, and called me abusive for the whole situation. See, she's already using criminal language. Oh, you're abusive. That has ramifications now. I mean, it's not true. You weren't abusive. But she can, <clears throat> can she, can she, in Canada, where her feelings might actually be a prosecutable offense. That's where I'm, really, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. You're in Canada with the world's biggest pussy for a president, literally. All right. Well, I mean, he's not an actual pussy walking around on legs, but you get what I'm saying. All right. Is hurt feelings going to be made illegal in Canada? You girls wonder why guys aren't asking you out, especially in these places where you're hurt fifis. Oh. <clears throat> Basically, no matter what I do, it feels like I can't get a woman who is sweet, feminine, kind, godly, and wants to raise a family guy because they don't exist. They don't exist. It's not you. It's not under your control. And please, this is where you're going to get your $200 worth. Stop beating yourself up over it. And for all you boys listening, stop beating yourself up over it. And if you don't believe me, I have link below called the book of numbers. Like right here. Rolo did the cover. The book of numbers. Analyzing the ROI of the pursuit of women. Obviously not a large read, <clears throat> but it is an actuarial study. Me and Fred went through, pulled the data, and we started assessing basically two things. One, what percentage of women are marriage material and what percentage of women are interested in guys. And that Venn diagram that, that where that overlaps is a microscopically small bit of the Venn diagram. It is not your time. It is not, you're just the gener. you're one of several generations, the modern generations, I would say Gen X, millennials, Zoomers. I, I presume this will continue on into alpha. I don't see the alpha generation saying, screw this. We like men. We like women. We like each other. You pissed off Gen X and millennial teachers. Go F yourself. No, we're not using pronouns. I don't think it's going to change in alpha. Women never like men in general. All that much. They didn't hate you. They may not even hate you now today. I don't think women hate men. I mean, enough population, some do. But they are not that interested in you. And with the current political um, <clears throat> environment starting in school, going all the way well until their eggs are dry, women are told that they don't need you and shouldn't want you and you are the enemy. Which on top of a general, I would say, hardwired genetic disinterest in most men, make it that you have the women you have today that are not that interested. And you, you say it right here. No matter what I do, you could do everything, dude. It's not. There's not like this community of women that are thin, happy, loving, 
like they're making my grandpa food who are marriage material. I think in the United States, I had a 2.75% marriage material. And that said nothing about chemistry, whether you actually like the girl or not. And we didn't even factor in religion. This is just, I think there are eight deal breakers. Go get it. It's a fascinating read. A fascinating read. But at least you'll stop thinking like you're, you're banging your head against this wall. And buddy, I can stop you from banging your head against this wall. And all the other men out there, please go read that book. And then stop beating yourself up over it. There is nothing you can do. You have done pretty much all you can in your power. And I, I, let me let me throw another kind of concept to you guys out there. Think about this. Aren't women strong and independent? Aren't, okay, women are independent people. They're separate people, right? Why don't they make some effort? Why don't they? It, it, me and this uh, kid, we were hiking. We are at a cigar lounge over in Deadwood. And this gorgeous woman, well, I mean, not gorgeous. She's a very pretty woman. Walked in by herself. And every guy in the cigar lounge, the cigar lounge are predominantly guys. They're like, this is odd what's happening here. Why is there a pretty woman in the cigar lounge? <laughs> and usually if a woman comes into a cigar lounge and she's pretty and she's by herself, usually she likes cigars, she's a unique gal, she'll sit at the bar and communicate and talk. This gal sat in a corner. And me and the kid were talking about afterwards, and it's like, it wasn't like we're going to hit on this girl, but it was more like you also felt like you want to join us? Would you like to, because that's usually what cigar lounges is for, socializing. Her presence really put everyone at at e unease. Not not um in a unenjoyable way. It's just kind of like that's a little weird. And it was odd how <clears throat> me and my friend, and I'm sure every other guy, and they're like, "Well, should we talk to her? Should we?" Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why do we have to do something? Why is it always on us? Women are independent, separate, sentient creatures and human beings. They can make decisions. They can change their behavior. They can take action. And the fact they're not in a way that would be becoming of a wife, Christian or not, tells you kind of everything you need to know. And not only do you have the obligation, which I think you have met, you have done everything in your power, which I think a lot of young men do who tune in here, not your average rank and file, <clears throat> degree, real job, hard field, make good money, good with money. Do, 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 right. And then you ask out girls. Obviously, you go on dates. You're putting yourself out there. You have done all you can do. And now, if women want to have marriage or they want to have commitment or have relationships, it, it's it's not a theory. It's a fact. They have to put in some effort, too. And not only effort, but effort that is reciprocated and valued by men. Because I know you girls really hate this, but there's this other person involved in a relationship called the guy. And he might have some requirements. And I know they only want one thing. And men are dirty, disgusting pigs. That You're never going to change that. <clears throat> but just to kind of so you see things a little bit differently. Okay, I've done everything. What are you going to do? Well, they sure the hell ain't going to make you cookies like Martha, baby. And they aren't going to bring you some lasagna like uh, like Stella, baby. They're going to be combative. They're going to be in your face about the politics. They're going to and You need to have the self-respect to realize 
They are not, they don't like you that much. They're not that interested in you and they're bad for you. These would not make good. And you're not going to find, there's a statistically very low chance you will find a quality girl. So stop ruining or at least lessening your life over it. Accept this fact and live your life. <clears throat> Look at this. Basically, no matter what I do, it feels I can't get a woman who is sweet, feminine, kind, godly, and wants to raise a family together. It's so laughable. Look at the guy over here. Thinks he's gonna find this one. Ah, look at him. Ah, it's like a mentally ill dog. Look at him. The ones that I do get are laden with student debt, have emotional damage, fat, lazy, inconsiderate of what I want. Yes, you got it. They don't care what you want. You don't exist. They don't like guys that much. If they did, they would their behaviors would change. Look, generally speaking, if women like guys that much, they would do the first thing and 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 stop being solipsistic and say, "What does the guy want?" And damn near 80% of both American and, and Canadian women would lose weight. You'd see that. They don't. They choose the food over the men. They don't care what you want. <clears throat> or a generally negative and sometimes downright unpleasant. Yes. Or some of all of those in combination. Yes. The sad thing is, despite all this, I still like women. No, you like a type of woman that no longer exists or exists in incredibly few numbers. There's and there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, you still like women. Yeah, I like I like the concept, the theory of women. It's sad we have to talk about the theory of women because the ones that are actually out in the field are not really women. I mean, let's just be honest; they're not women. They're not feminine. <clears throat> and it's kind of sad because you would almost have to say and argue that women are not women in the classical traditional sense are no longer part of society. Uh, you would have to view women more modeling today as colleagues, participants. They're not women. That would indicate the yin-yang antithesis, not in a negative way, of men. You don't have women. You have fellow colleagues. You have citizens. You have you, – you might as well call them fellow men, brothers, whatever. Uh, not, not that they are male, but they're not. Females in the classical, historical, genetic way we've interacted with each other for our entire existence. <clears throat> they are a different almost type of breed of human. I mean, if, there might even be an argument. I wonder if I'm not a geneticist, but I'm wondering if there are like epigenetic changes happening right now. Uh, because we're now coming on, what, fourth generation of, of women being brought up. And men might have some epigenetic changes as well. Um. So, yeah, I understand you still like women, but they're not. I mean, you're fishing in a sewer. I'd like to catch a sturgeon. You know, you know what a sturgeon is. You've caught an or you've heard of your grandfather's catching sturgeon in crystal clear waters before. <clears throat> you, you, they're not in this pond. They're, they're not there. Want to do things for them, give them things and bring value into their lives. Oh, you sad little simp. You here's your pussy. Here's your nice guy. Even women I meet who are aren't Christian but seem like decent people want to do stuff for because I like women so much. Does that make me a simp? Yes. Knock it off. Genuinely asking. Yeah. Stop being a pussy. Stop being Captain Save a Hole. <clears throat> try this. Just try this. 
I understand there's a genetic compunction to help women out. I get it. For the next year, require women to impress you. Require women to earn your concern and care. Not just, they have vagina, me go help now. Knock it off. That's what's enabling most of them, by the way. But just for a year. I'm not saying don't ask out girls. But the girl has to earn your time. So ask a girl out, real quick coffee date. If you're not having a good time or she's unpleasant, whatever, which is going to happen, you just don't call her back. You don't worry about it ever again. Just just look and see how little interest women have in men. I'm not saying don't cast, but knock it off with this. I got to help girls. What are they doing for you? Not that it's transactional, but you're definitely being taken advantage of. And when you stop and stop putting women at such a center point of your life, you're going to realize how little interest they really have in you. And not only because, you know, you're not a top 5%, but just watch. Just you'll see. Um, getting back to the guys and the girls, uh, I get that I have flaws, social awkwardness and excess weight. I can fix the awkwardness by being more alert and attentive to those around me, or you just be quiet. That's another thing is you don't have to talk all the time. I can fix awkwardness by being more alert and attentive to those around me. I can and will study social cues to rely on more nonverbal communication. Just be quiet. I can also fix the weight issue with that. Another few months of diet and exercise and lifestyle change. What else am I doing wrong? Nothing. Any ass kicking would be great. I, dude, aside from you being a simp, I can't kick your ass anymore. Because sometimes you're not the problem. Really. Um, <clears throat> you know, and if you want to turn over these stones and check underneath them, leave no stone unturned. Absolutely. Lose the weight. Just kind of be a little bit more quiet. Don't. You know, just focus on whether or not you have Asperger's or you're a little bit on the spectrum. A very simple solution is to be quiet and only say very clever and intelligent things in response to other people. Don't lecture or lord women. And lose the weight. That's about it. That's all you can do. And then when you do those things and this year experiment, I advocate that you try and you still see there's no, the, 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 the lost tribe of beautiful, uh, comely, feminine women doesn't just magically show up at your door. They'd be like, oh, it's not me. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you get to figure out what you're going to do in your life with the very statistically likely chance there's not going to be a wife or a woman in your life. Which is why also in Polo, I have the menu life without the opposite sex. I didn't write it because I was a pessimist. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to get the black pill guys to give me their monies. I wrote it because of this research that came out from whatever Goldman Sachs or Morgan Stanley said half the women aren't going to get married by 2030. I love how people think the red pill or the black pill or the manosphere is just these crazy woman-hating guys. And it's like, no, the data right there, right there, it's real. It's happening. It's coming. And you've put yourself, you, sir, are not a grain of sand of empirical evidence to put further on the weight. You are a case study with the amount of effort. You are a longitudinal study. Say, so look at this. Look what he did. Still, still gets lippy, you know, girls... You bet. You want to get this? 
don't know how much more empirical evidence we all need. I mean, you got the brothers doing passport bros. You got the white guys saying like, F this. I, I'm sick and tired of getting divorced. Latinos, I don't know. They're still a little more traditional. Maybe because their wives threatened to stab them if they look even slightly different than another woman. A lot of knives in the Latino community. <laughs> Alex, how you doing? <laughs> but yeah. It just... I, I don't, I just look at all this data. I'm like, can no one else see it in the matrix? I see this. I see, I see everything. <clears throat> also, and this is an entirely different. Lately, I've noticed that people rarely say hi in the street anymore in small towns. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's men and women are completely demoralized without each other. We're completely demoralized. Women will never admit it, but men, I mean, why would men say, Hey, how you doing? No pussy today either. It feels like the small town homeliness. I grew up with is disappearing. People seem more distrustful, wary, and cautious of others than they were in the 90s and the 2000s when I was growing up. Yeah, the internet does that. Just curious if you'd notice this as well. Kind of, kind of. Uh, P.S. I read this. A guy I know who has all the right things, things, thin, handsome, muscular, without major vices, nice house, multiple expensive cars, all of a family, had his wife leave him for someone in her past. Right. Seems like more money, muscles, games, and frame do nothing against the power of her past alpha. Just my observations. You, Yeah. <clears throat> Aaron, I keep hitting myself in the foot with the hammer. It hurts. Do you think maybe it's possible me hitting myself in the foot with the hammer is the cause of the pain? You're like, well, I'm no neurologist. But I'm going to bet it's you hitting yourself in the foot with the hammer. How much more evidence do you need? It's them and not you. <clears throat> All right, so there you go. So link below. Let's help you all you boys out. I, I'm still amazed. Like, I guess younger people, you know, new people are being introduced to this all the time. All right, first, the book of numbers analyzed the ROI and the pursuit of women. So you know the numbers and the statistics you're up against. So you know it's not you. All right. Men like statistics and numbers. Maybe this will make you realize, oh, wow, I am fishing in a sewer. Number two, the menu, which is the sequel, the follow-up book of what to do about it. What should I live in my life to do? Which you're doing admirably well, by the way. You'll see a lot of parallels of what I wrote in that book and what you're doing right there. <clears throat> the third thing, the dad you never had. Shock, you came from a family where your dad was a pussy, your mom was a domineering bitch. Shocking. For those of you who didn't have dads, I put together a 12-hour course where I've taken all the lessons I learned and the lessons of the fathers. I'm not a father, by the way. I enlisted the help of Roll Tomasi, Rich Cooper. Who else? Um, people you don't know who are good fathers in my life. Um, uh, oh, Phil Foster. Um, boom. Here it is. The dad you never had. Everything from the first chapter. Why should you live? Why are you here? Get, why to get your lazy fat ass out of bed, number one. Then how to get rid of laziness, number two. Then I, what, career, finance, education, life philosophy, spirituality, the girls are. Yes, the girls are. Retirement planning, everything is in that course. It is for women too, but I know you girls just want to be brave and amazing. Oh my God. They're so amazing. 
career and men suck. Socialism, amazing. I don't know how that life, that has got to get tiring after a while. <laughs> One of you girls plot yourself with wine and cats. I would be so bored with my life being told I'm amazing the entire time without actually doing anything. Except for begging for more student loan bailouts. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, if you guys got questions, they still consulting. But I guess, you know, maybe we answered it. All right. We might have some super chats. Holy cow, 25 super chats. Today's donations. If you're wondering where the super chats be, where are the super chats going? Well, a couple weeks ago, it was gravel. Not a joke. Then it was, I think, the plastic liner. There's some also that are very boring and mundane. I think a tool chest. And now it goes to insurance premiums to pay for all the damage that happened to my house for what the insurance won't cover. Yay. <clears throat> hat and clogs, two bucks. How you doing, hat? Howdy, cap. Have a nice day. Thanks, hat and clogs. Hope it's not too hot down there in Arizona. Stay in the milkman, five Australian. Would the you from 12 years ago take this advice and viewpoint and accept it partially or accept you? Oh, fully, because 12 years ago isn't that long ago. Me, when I was 18, I would have had my jaw hit the ground because it would have explained everything. But I would have had a hard time accepting it because like any other guy, this guy as well, but especially younger guys, I would have been too genetically, biologically programmed and, and sex drive to believe. Because at 18, I was like, oh, no, the girls are just around the corner. I'm, I'm going to this place called college where my mom said all the smart girls were, and they'd really like a guy like me. No, you can't you can't give me up on, on that nirvana. No. Sophomore year, 19, absolutely. I would have been like, yep, you're right. <clears throat> and I kind of did because I, I had to survive. I had to eat. Death and starvation and cold and hunger were my parents. That's that's where I learned everything. And was the 90s that different from now? It was different, but it wasn't that different. Just imagine without the internet or the magnifying effects of the internet and social media. So in the 90s, now in defense of Gen X women, they did voluntarily, I'd say at least half the instances, offer to pay for the date. I will tip my hat to them. But just like today, minus the internet, but in person, it was very common for them to agree to a date, even give you their number, but not call you back because we didn't have texts or cell phones or anything like that. Or say yes to a date and then either not show up or you're calling them like, hey, we still on for tonight or I don't know, where do you live? I bet you girls today would kill for a man to come by your place or dorm, whatever, and pick you up on a date now. Well, too bad. Your, your Gen X aunt sisters, your Gen X you know, uh, compatriots there ruined that. Now your generation doesn't even have the driver's license. Boo-hoo. Um, so there was still the same rejection or flake rate, as it were. <clears throat> Look at my, it's called 50-50-25 on Captain Capitalism. I talk about those the numbers there. Uh, but the majority of women uh, flaked back then, which I think the majority of men, that's where a lot of the distrust came from. And you also throw in, in Gen X, you know, squarely 90s and all that. Uh, keep in mind, I think more than half of our parents got divorced. And so it was, it's not a coincidence that the likes of me, Rolo, 
other Gen Xers were the ones who started writing about this and Roosh and pioneering these lines of thought, taking these observations down because the internet then allowed us to compare notes. I mean, you could kind of see this evolution it starts with blog and we're like comparing notes like, holy cow, this is a trend. It's not just me. Um, but the nineties, like girls, I, I will say this, <clears throat> most girls were feminine. Uh, they were thin. They were attractive. Of course they were younger back then too. Um, they, there, it was not uncommon to see a girl wear a dress or a skirt to class, um, longer hair, nowhere near the tattoos. Uh, and it wasn't until I guess late nineties aughts that, uh, girls of our generation started getting the tr uh, stamp tramp. So for those of you who want to bang an aging MILF, if you see your stamp tramp, that's a, that's a little hello from the nineties from us Gen X. There's a little, a little history there. Oh, it was 2004 when she got there. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it, it was better, but not by much. The, the vast majority of it was, oh, yeah. And tires getting slashed, windows getting broken, <clears throat> bipolar. It, it was, see, but at least you got to that stage. I think now you guys don't even date. You don't even meet up. Mr. Steel, your blocks, two Canadian bucks. It's easily the 99-1 rule now. It's approaching that. I think it's based on the numbers. I always like numbers. It's it's 5%. It's 1 in 20. Get free pen. 10 pens. What's a pen? Happy wife, happy life. Peruvian pen. What's a pen? Let's look this up. P-E-N to U-S-D. What's a pen? One soul. It's not. What is the pen currency? Peruvian. Oh, look at me go. Look at Cappy. I guess Peru. Man. Oh, good. Uh, Jason B, 10 generous dollars. The world has become too safe, convenient, and easy for the ladies of modern times to appreciate men. They take for granted the hordes of men behind the scenes, keeping the infrastructure going. Yeah, and keeping the bad guys out. <clears throat> don't, don't worry. When the electricity goes out, I, I it is going to be such a, a rude awakening, a truly traumatic, shocking event where there is no electricity, no tradesmen, and no one coming to save them. Wiz Division Productions, five bucks. Super Chat, one additional clarity for my channel content. Oh, thanks, Wisdom. I make music videos and fan-made trailers for video games. My hobby skill is video editing. Okay, but people can hire you. Like, do you have a site people could go to? I know you have your YouTube channel. But I didn't see anything that would logically lead me to email you and, and contact you. TK, $10. It seems like most women on dating apps are constantly vacationing overseas. Can they actually afford it or do they go into debt for it? Yeah, they go into debt. Yeah. Uh, usually they go into debt. No, they can make money. Some women do make money. There's no doubt about it. I've known women that have better finances than men. It's true. There are good, there are, I'm not saying what the good women don't exist, but yeah, you see, I know one guy, I won't mention who, but a relative of his is a van girl. She does van life. Well, it turns out the dad paid for the van. This woman has to keep constantly going back to get money and the girl's good looking. So all the money, I don't know if she has Instagram or not Instagram, mom, only fans or not. Like she's, she still doesn't manage her money well, but she needs a constant bailout. Generally speaking, though, yes, they're going into debt. But that generally could be said of all Americans. They are generally going into debt. Um, 
<clears throat> and then, no, they can't afford it. And I were on the precipice. Another five years, no more than 10, you're going to see some fascinating numbers come out about Gen X, particularly Gen X women and millennial women and what their finances look like. Millennial boys as well, but no one cares about you. But it is going to be fascinating. The ones that scream the strongest about strong, independent. It's like, oh, you didn't save up enough. You have a master's degree. You've worked your entire life, and you still didn't save up enough money for retirement. So it, it'll be very interesting to see the debt figures going forward. Warehouse by Breck, five bucks. He has nothing to say. Thank you for the $5. Wiz Division, again, five bucks. Super Chat number two, all gameplay footage is recorded by me. I don't own any of the copyright music or the game, video game assets. All right, I, I was like, man, you drew real well. Is that hi-fi video game worth anything? Wiz Division Productions, again, five bucks. Super Chat three, my channel is primarily a hobby. I'm not monetized. I do have a Patreon if people would like the content. I want to donate to the coffee fund. All right, well, there we go. You probably have a responsible real job in the daytime. Stan the milk, man. Two Australian. Lose the weight, dude. This is the problem. No, it, I'm going to make a bet, Stan. I'm going to bet he's going to lose the weight. I'm going to bet he could be in really good shape. It's not going to change the, the current supply or stock of fish in the sewer. It's not. He might get slightly better girls, but it's just not going to happen. Again, going back to the, I dated hundreds. And there, we're talking less than 1% were marriage material, let alone there were other deal breakers that weren't necessarily flaws of the women. We just had different goals in life. Now, I got one. <clears throat> I got one. It's like 10, 15 years ago. I don't know what you young kids do now. I honest to God don't because, and I didn't talk about it before, but there is a tremendous amount of indoctrination and brainwashing and environmental pressure for these girls to, to not only view you men as the enemy, but to make it like a cornerstone of their value system. Like I hate the Patriot. Well, good for you, lady. Good for you. You hate men. I get, it. okay, great. How edgy. <clears throat> yeah. You'll teach those men. <laughs> you teach those 28-year-old millennial boys how bad they were. <laughs> That'll teach them. Uh, Wiz Division Production, $5, uh, Super Chat for also typical e-celeb. You reach 100,000, you become too good to read a creator's about page. That explains the content channel. I read your about. I went to your about. I saw it. It had just um, the like contact business inquiry. And all that, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, Wiz Division Productions, two bucks. Zenahilator, dude, bro. Where's Zenahilator? Is he up here somewhere? Did I miss a? I think I no, I got them all. I got them all. Scrolling, scrolling. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? We got Drew, Mark. Hang on, here we go. Nonstop, Dre, five bucks, society. Cappy, who hurt you, little man? All we did was sold you a lies at fantasy from birth and worse, made you five foot three. You need to, re no, and, and constantly pick on me in fights either because you were bigger and stronger or you have multiple people. Man could kill all day and his job won't even be close to being done. Uh, you need to relax and enjoy sports ball like the others. Mark Magana, two bucks, you convinced me to get lightning protection. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wiz Division Productions, two bucks, new cappy jingle. Captain Nice Guy. I <laughs> love it. 
I just really care about these whores that treat me like shit. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Cappy soundtrack coming out before this Christmas. Drew, five bucks. Girls seem to be into guys who are absolute chain wrecks and look like Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, of course. They want the bad guy to protect them. I don't think women like guys who are stable and independent. They do not. They, I'm not saying oh, girls don't like guys like me. No, girls don't like guys like me. Now, smart ones got to fix. Oh, look, he can fix things. Oh, wow, he's stable. Some, some you got to here. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to eat inside. The girls you commit to are the ones that have agency and decide to make changes in the life. Changes that include things like <clears throat> majoring in the right thing, getting the finances together, um, taking their health seriously, but above all else is deciding I got to stop chasing the bad guys and I better find out why good look uh, good guys are attractive like they got to find a guy that they're physically attracted to I understand that but say I got to stop going after the dangerous stuff that gives me the vag tingles and instead find good men who also give me the vag tingles who are reliable and responsible and when women make that agency decision, those are the ones that are exceptionally rare. They say, oh, to get that guy, I need to do X, Y, and Z because that's a separate human being with their own incentives. And because he's a man, he's probably going to want a girl with tiggle bitties, a svelte or uh, in-shape figure, a groomed landing patch, and I better put on a dress and grow some long hair. But think about how funny they were. I just said that, and so many women find that degrading right now. It's because they're ultimately selfish and are completely incapable of thinking that there are other people with other desires. <clears throat> Nonstop Dre, two bucks. The client is a high-value target. Say, okay, you're right about that, Dre. He is a high-value target. And to the client, if you're still listening, please don't mention how much you make, and please don't mention you own that house. You could say you own the house, but you you're just you're just barely getting by according according to anyone who asks. Okay, Ethan Burton, five bucks. I just ended a reconnaissance trip over eight states, including the recommended western states. Every town I visited seemed in decline. Who ruined America? Well, a lot of it is the changing economy. It isn't necessarily people, but um, technology allows for more farming and more mining with like one tenth the people. So I don't know how bored people are, but if you ever go to the town of Miami, Arizona, the mine is still operating, but the town looks like a ghost town. But you're like, but there's still people here. It's like, yeah, because they need about like one eighth the people to run that mine. So the, the mine will be lit up at night. You could see it. Trucks going out. But you look at the town like, oh, this started in the 40s and has been automated as such that only, you know, one eighth the population is needed today. So it's not that they were destroyed. It's that, you know, we outsource stuff to China. Farmers can farm more and, and things like that. Diesel trains as opposed to gas powered. So a lot of towns in, in out west look like they're in decline. It's because, yeah, you need a town every 10 miles. So water could be added to the train so they could get out further. Now you got diesel. They can go, I don't know, however, I'm not a diesel train guy, but I guess they go hundreds of miles now. Wiz Division Productions, two bucks. The age of nice men is over. The time of the chat has come. The, yes. I was going to say, the age of the nice guy was never here. 
Empaths and nice guys are an endangered species. Someone contact the EPA. The sensible bachelor for five bucks. He has nothing to say, but five generous dollars. Thank you very much. Braham Noodles, five bucks. Hello, Cappy. I know you're an advocate for accounting, but how about work as an actuary? That's fine, too. A lot of studying, a lot of math, a lot of boring people. Um, but and not you do not get the self-employment upside as accountants do. Actuaries, you have to work for a firm. So you're dealing with a boss. Accountants, you can, after a couple of years experience and you get whatever certification is required, you can start working for yourself. So if I had to choose, I would choose accounting all day over actuarial science. And there, what's the joke? What do you call an accountant without a personality? An actuary. That's <laughs> Charlie Horse, five bucks. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Wizda again for five bucks. Love is transactional. Females don't love you for you. If more fathers taught this lesson, then maybe fewer sons would get curb stomped by females. It's happening. The, the, even without the fathers explaining this, young men are seeing it. Well, and women also aren't given a much of an opportunity either. I mean, to get married, there's this whole thing called courtship and dating. Inevitably, a peen must touch a vag sometime before the marriage happens. And that's, that is, Men are less incentivized and they're more cowardly, so they're putting less effort into it. And women are uh, offering less opportunities to go down that path. So you're you're having a marriage dry up, which I'm all for. Rob Vigolsky, part of the 1099 Superior Race. It's simple, man. Don't date for a year. Use your last 20 pounds. Focus on your interests. Study the Stoics. Then the right people will attract to you and stop caring. You got it. I would only add to that, don't think that people are going to – your friends, your social circle will improve. But I don't think the women are just going to imagine, oh, here will be this five foot four, 110 pound girl with C cups titties who's an actuary and doesn't have any other man's kids who had the agency to say, I have these interests and I really like these things. <laughs> John 316 from Garrett for two bucks. John 316, don't thy simp. <laughs> William Mendoza, two bucks. Thoughts on escorts. I'm all for it. What do you call marriage? Willie, what are you talking about? I certainly the girlfriends I've had in the past have had their flaws. You know what they weren't, though? They weren't escorts. They're all women that went out with me willingly. I never paid them. They paid their own way. They had their own money. They were volunteerists. They chose to go out with me. God bless every one of them. Good women. Every other girl I dated was a whore. Except for the ones I guess that did pay for that. Okay, I get <clears throat> But what do you call marriage? What do you call it when you go out and you take a girl out and you spend, you know, over the course of three dates, 10 of your hours, $400 on dating, da, 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 and then she has sex with you. That's love because it was barter. The second you change that into money, oh, you can't get laid. Oh, you're, you're a John. Every guy is a John. And every girl is a whore. Every. Unless you find those people that genuinely love each other and hang out with each other, it's not transactional. So when I see divorce settlements, and, you know, <laughs> my old man did the numbers. He's like, I could have gotten a high-end escort, like, I think, weekly, given the settlement in one marriage. It's like, yeah, you could have. 
See, but marriage is just an escort. Marriage is just a prostitutional agreement or arrangement without the sex or not, not as much sex. And it's one woman all the time. So escorts, generally speaking, are hugely superior to marriage. Not a joke. Not trying to be edgy. Ooh, no. Marriage is such a bad deal. Getting a prostitute, a different one every month, is an infinitely superior and less risky and more fun, I might add, alternative. Please do it. Do it legally. Do it safely. Florida Henry, five bucks, six foot two, six pack, just hit a million net worth. It's not you. Nothing is out there. I, I will also tell you to the client, um, I had a, I did this survey of tens where I, I knew some tens, male friends of mine who is tens. Great looking guys. One guy, you could not get more 10. If you, if you looked up 10 in the dictionary, this is this guy's picture. Lots of money. Jacked has a prestigious title and profession and job. And not only does he have a prestigious profession, he is at the top of his profession. Like he has the best title you can have in this already prestigious position. And the women he runs into, man, it's not him. It can't be him. It doesn't get any better than this. What do you mean it doesn't look good? It doesn't get to look any better than that. I will fire one. I am goddamn good and ready. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not. I had another one of the tents. He just decided he's done. He doesn't go to the gym anymore and he didn't get super fat, but he got, he got out of shape. He just enjoys food. Now he gave up. He's like, I'm done with it. You you can date pains in the asses or you can, he can enjoy a life of food. He's enjoying a life of food. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Uh, Wednesday again for five bucks. Hi-Fi Rush is one of the best games I've played in a long time. Okay, cool. It's a rhythm beat 'em up game, though. Definitely an acquired taste. So, like uh, pistol whip, like you got to beat people up at the on beat with music. Stan the milkman, five Australian. Maybe the girl better in Perth. Lots of dates, zero flakes. Uh, sex, no real crazies. It's fun. Girls invite me to their parties. I'm 34. All right, maybe Perth is is one of the the glorious spots. Drew, two bucks, just finished by my second year in pension plan. Good for you, man. Good for you. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Can you read the pimp's prayer for the boondocks? <laughs> Lord. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't for obvious reasons. <clears throat> my truth, two bucks. It was love because we were vibing and I spot spat game. Yeah. We just didn't vibe. Ladies, you ain't going to vibe with it. Just. Let him go. Just let, just like, look, dude, I, the, the place this guy should get to, the spot he should get to in his life is like, look, I ain't got time for this. I have, I have Bible study that I really cherish. I have this to do. I have work to do. I have to work on my house. I have this to do. But I, my life is ultimately valuable. It's the only thing I have. And now you are taken away from it. I'd rather be working on my car right now because you are such a boring unimpressive, colorless person. I'm leaving now. Uh, you're abusive. Garrett Howard, two bucks. She might not always be there, but the outdoors will be. Yeah, I mean, it, 
Your life is always there. Drew, two bucks. Girls say that their financial future is Mary Rich. Right. No, the no, oh, I remember this. Well, we don't have time for it. And I got I have stuff I got to do. Willie Mendoza, two bucks. All the girls my age, 20s, are stuck up. Yes, they're at their peak value. Yeah. And then they'll they'll get a little worried, a little confused in their late 20s and early 30s. And then they're going to get cemented attitude. But secretly, they'll kind of lower the standards a little bit. But then they won't. What they were sold, in fairness to women, what they were sold was equally delusional as what men were sold. They were told they can have it all, which by the math of a 24-hour day, you can't have it all. You're going to have to give up one of the three things. Um, They were told that they are going to have a 10. They were told that men are brainwashed to physically like thin women. And if we just beat them up and shame them enough and show enough fat, ugly chicks in the social medias, they'll just start finding fat chicks attractive. But at, at the end of the day, guys, at the end of the day, it their actions, at the end of the day, they're still choosing not to deliver what you need. It's not what you want. It's what you need. You need to be physically attracted to a woman. They're not delivering that. And so... It, it is not compelling or punishing or bad enough for them to say, wait a minute, this isn't working. Again, taking agency. This isn't working. The strategy is I'm not getting the guys. I should change tactics. That hasn't happened in three generations now, guys. It's just getting worse. The doubling down on fat, lippy, unfeminine behavior. And I, I just keep pointing out, I'm like, I don't know. Do you see the obesity chart? Do you see the dating profile? Do you, do you go out and date? You do. Well, what are you seeing? That's what you're seeing? Does it seem like they're coming around? Here's a thought. Has the concept of you at all factored into their mind? The concept of you, the, the second party in a two-party negotiation. has the Have they even acknowledged there's another party? You could be sitting right across the table from them on a date. Have they even acknowledged that you're there? I mean, I know that they know you're there, <clears throat> but that you might want something? That you might have requirements and standards? Sadly, no. Uh, Black, hey, our, our buddy from across the pond for 10 British pounds. Uh, don't know about escorts, man. If it's your first, you could be scared. Well, yeah, you're going to be scared. It's not a common. It's like anything else. You go roller skating the first time, you're scared. What do they call roller skating in the United Kingdom? Flankly, wanklies? What, are, what, what weird British term have you for roller skating? Um, if it's your first, you could be scared. Can't imagine living life knowing you had to pay for your first and the love wasn't genuine. Thoughts? What? Yes, you're paying for sex. You're not paying for love. So you should acknowledge what you're buying. You are not buying love. You're not buying companionship. You're buying having sex, which I would think most men are okay with. Second, as an economist, I will declare now because it's fact. You are paying for it now anyway. And you're paying more for it in traditional forms of dating because there's also incredible time commitment and negotiations and wooing and all this other stuff, which maybe when you're young might be fun, but as you get old, that's tiring bullshit. Um, and then in the long term, when you look at divorce from admittedly the male lens perspective, not necessarily women, I grant, I grant you that <clears throat> you say, what did I just spend all my money and time on? And since sex is the number one thing to men, you obviously go to that as a currency or a unit of measurement and you do dollars per, per instance of sex like pop did. 
and you're like, well, that that wasn't worth it. Uh, but yeah, if you want love, uh, Black, you you can't. That's not probably. Yeah, you can. You're gonna have to find the girl that has agency. I, I would almost make a rule that you can't fall in love with a girl unless there's agency, unless she has agency and makes a choice. Because then she willingly likes you. She really, yeah. And I, I will agree with you, Black. Um, a girl that's into you and really wants you, that's way better sex than a girl that's just starfish sex or one night stand or wants to get back at her boyfriend or something like that. Um, <clears throat> although one time there's this Asian gal I dated and she really wanted to get back at her parents. I think she was hate fucking me because she went, oh, I'll have sex with the white boy. I'll show you. The mom did not like the white boy. I'll tell you that. All right, there we go. Thank you for all the donations. Link below is everything. Uh, and hopefully we learned something. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.